up everybody welcome back to a special collaboration special of the cousin cecil show with cadillacs on mars with my boy chalfie how you doing man i'm good i'm good but you motherfuckers keep calling it cadillacs it's like one cadillac it's not two we're not riding side by side we're riding shotgun we got passengers in the back what are you doing man <laughs> i think i've been the one pretty confident saying cadillac i think some maybe your maybe your co-host might say cadillacs but that's true <laughs> no, um but this this is a special one because one thing also um more wanted to be here to congrats chalfie for having a uh i can't remember his name offhand but uh you just had a music interview with oh yeah we had uh, i had rafi from uh you know bruiser brigade who just did the uh, uh bruiser wolf album just did the fat ray album that was a really fun conversation um i've kind of been fucking with the bruiser guys for a while now um and it's just a good group of dudes. And so just really want to keep this like music conversation going, because um, if you listen to that episode and you've listened to any episode I've ever been on, even though I am West Coast to the core, even today, I got my fucking slip on uh, checker vans on because that's just it's in our DNA out here. Um, I have always had a strong appreciation and um, for for like the Detroit, Michigan, like. I don't know, it's just something about, it's just like, it seems very genuine, very authentic. The music that comes out has always just like, it hits for me, you know? So it's like, I got love for everything West Coast, but something about that specific area is just like, oh man, it like feeds my soul. But he is tiptoeing around it. But also, uh, A, with the Cousin Caesar show, every week I do a hot pick and always do a music track with a comic book or even like a movie and TV show of that week. And today... We are, me and Chaffee were very fortunate to have, uh, he might not know this because who gives a fuck, but he is one of the yeah. only f- men who uh, been two time a hot pick on the Cousin Season show. One for uh, the King of Farmington and then two for his more latest one right before uh, yesterday. I didn't know that he dropped a brand new little single yesterday, but uh, for Baby, About That Life, uh, we'd oh, like, uh, <laughs> like to welcome Clooner to the show how you doing man i'm doing good thanks for having me but and no, by the way the, the the song from yesterday that was that was just a, that was a throwback that was a oh throwback. is it you, you're not missing anything any hot new 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 <laughs> stuff i mean it's new to you because you know yeah. right. that's the hey, good thing you know, of having a long catalog you just drop things and people will think it's new yeah cool but you know people. what that because i thought the same thing too i was like what and, and sort of i feel like uh you know my 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 buddy over here mike we kind of like we're we're still learning about your catalog we're still digging deep into it and uh but yeah that i saw that too where i was just like oh shit we got another new track and i think hearing you say yeah that one's like that's from the way back man i think it shows that you do have a timelessness to like your voice and the way like the way you rhyme the the beats that i think that you rhyme on are like it, it could have been from the way back it could have been today let me tell you uh i'm in the car right now i was bumping that shit it didn't matter <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> no i yeah, like so uh, with the you know because i've also for you like you're in the west coast i'm also from michigan like clooner so like i've been hitting it since uh he brought out i was the king of farmington which obviously put him like that viral hit on the map but i've been at, like 
been in your catalog. I, uh, me and Chaffee both love pull up with the Drake. Uh, <laughs> I like, uh, I even listen, uh, I'm going to look it up while I'm, while we're talking, but there's a old, there's another one that's more of a lo-fi, like more like a pop version of a rap song you have. I'm going to look it up while we're talking, but I also appreciate like, uh, like your uh, big stretch with big Gretch. Oh, yeah. And then I, I that's I, one I of my faves. Like, yeah. <laughs> I even liked your, uh, the cowboy rap. I oh, thank you. That is good. Yeah. The, you like the cowboy rap. Cause there's going to be more of that. Coming. Oh, really? All right. More cowboys. And so I want to, um, I do want to take some time to kind of like, while Mike's looking this up is um, like kind of get into like, how did you develop? Like, you know, you, you have a unique voice, you have a unique rhyming style. Um, like, where does that come from? How did you develop it? Uh, so, like, give me the birth. Give me the birth of Clooner. Yeah. Like, I'm going to start fucking rhyming. Like, <laughs> I think, well, so I was rapping in like 2011. So I've been rapping since then in high school. But then I think I, the, my, my voice came about in 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when I started dropping music videos. And that's when I started taking it seriously. But I think what the, the I don't even know how to describe it, but the moment my voice came to be is, just talking about myself instead of just rhyming. I feel like mm-hmm. when people start rapping, they just start rhyming, like lyrical, spiritual, you know, like, but yeah, like, yeah, what yeah, do you yeah, say? Yeah. What's your yeah. message? Who are you? You know, yeah. like, well, you get, so yeah, just, you get lost in what's the theme happening here. <laughs> exactly. So then uh, I think by rapping about who I was or, or picking topics to focus on help, like put me in a direction. And um, so, yeah. So my voice then sprouted like, well, Rappers are like this, and I'm like this, so I'm gonna just, you know, flex all my insecurities and mm-hmm. all the things that rappers shouldn't flex, and that's that's kind of who I became. Now, who in the, in those two periods, who were you like? Uh, who were you listening to? And it, this could even be beyond like the rap world too, because I'm sure you probably have like an eclectic background, uh, as we kind of all do when we appreciate music. But what was what was putting you on the path? What were you like? Shit, this is hot for me. Uh, that's good. Yeah. I feel like I've kept my same what I've been listening to, really. You know, like in high school when I started rapping, that got me kind of into it. You know, Odd Future, Danny Brown, Lil B. You know, get listening to even starting starting listening to like the Wu Tang, MF Doom, mm-hmm. uh, and then over time, you know, finding more uh, artists like Bones. And, kind of the Miami scene and uh, stuff like that. Nowadays, I probably take more inspiration from like the Detroit scene, kind of focusing in on that, the, the Detroit sound with your mm-hmm. shitty boys, Sada Baby, you know, so many, so many names you can list in that direction. Yeah. No, I so, also, did you, uh, did you find that track, Mike? Yes. I, uh, I was going to say, I think you did say it, nail it on the head when you started talking more about yourself, not saying, not pin it. This is the title, but I that the track was uh, uh, "You're Hot, I'm Not." I like oh, that. Yeah. That one's a. Uh, I like that one. And then uh, what is it? it? Uh, I knew that you're probably more into the Detroit style since even when uh, you know Chavi brought up like Bruiser Brigade, I saw in your face you're like, oh yeah, there you go. That's the no. that's the shit. <laughs> yeah, I, that made it made me uh just you know think back like I know I I know Rafi. I've been to his house before. <laughs> oh yeah. Otherwise, it's it's funny that you're like. I was like, oh, who, who do you interview? Oh, I know that guy. You know, there's some people you could say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I know of him. Yeah. I know that and guy, it, so that's kind of cool. And it's kind of funny how these, like, circles work, work out because, like, in that conversation, it's like I knew him when he was roommates with Skywalker. 
and we were just fucking around playing GTA. Like, like that was our that was our thing, you know. And so it's like all these just kind of come together, and um, but it really shows like how how the community can really work and like help each other out, and then just like you get these ideas together, um, and it's just like like I like I mentioned before, just that that sort of. I know it's bigger than beyond Detroit, but just to kind of like, it's like out here, everyone says LA and then you realize like LA is one place, but fucking rappers are coming from all over the area. But um, it's just like that sound that, that you guys are producing is so, I don't want to call it raw. I'd rather call it honest. Like it really comes, it doesn't sound like it's from like a free, a prefab location. It's not from like, I'm trying to shine for the sake of shining. Or like he said, just kind of, linking rhymes of words but it's actually like a story it's a narrative and even if it is like self-deprecating it's it's vulnerable and honest and not just like ah fucking shit on me i'm a doof you know it's like no 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 i'm just like i'm just telling you what i'm about you ride with me or you don't you know and i feel like that's what i hear in your music too where it's just like love it or not here i am so like you want to be homies or not <laughs> yeah and i appreciate it and the the fact that is uh i feel like you know i feel like the Clo- the real clooner fans they like the third eyes open they get like oh this is a whole new perspective and all this whereas mm-hmm. like a, a large uh part of the fan base or even uh people who love to hate on me just like uh-huh. oh this guy's making comedy music and all that so i appreciate you the fact that you're seeing yeah. me more than just Oh, he's that funny guy, the clown. Yeah. <laughs> now, how how do you how do you feel about that? Like, I'm gonna give you my perspective, and you may you, may, you can tell me, hey man, you're full of shit. Like, that's not my thing. No, it yeah, does I'm... it does frustrate me when I when I hear your name put in a in a in a joke or comedy genre because I'm like, nah, this dude is fucking like he's spitting, like he's saying shit, and it makes sense and it clicks, and so it's just like. How, as an artist who who's putting out content, who's developing, is that the angle you're going for, or do you feel like you're getting mislabeled? Definitely mislabeled, but uh, I think I I I'm definitely capitalizing on the mislabel. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like like I've started to realize it's not even the fact that my content is like comedy because some some of some tracks are comedy, yeah. but some are are not You know, I'm I like you know having the serious tracks, the bangers, the funny. You know, I. I can, you know, don't put me in a box. But at the same time, I uh, started realizing that, like, I like if you just like don't look at like if some if I just like showed this one of my songs to someone without showing them my face, they're gonna be like, this is hard, or you know, like they'll actually judge it for the song. But if you, right, the right. moment you put my face to it, you know, I feel like my face is like I kind of said like I, I'm a serious rapper trapped in a joke rapper's body. Like I'm like. I look like a Krispy Kreme or all these, like, <laughs> you know, these people who you're, you know, you're clicking on to laugh at, but in reality, you know, I, so, I think, yeah. I think you're hitting it also. Cause like, like you said, we remove your, your image and just give someone to listen to you give them pull up with a Drake, even King of Farmington, uh, baby. And then say like, don't these go a little hard? They're pretty good. They really agree. And then you give, um, even without your face, like, uh, fuck a cop bop that one would be of course would be like a jokey in a sense but also like you're not saying real jokey shit you're probably bringing up you're talking about race shit in it and everything so i think i think it is a challenge of i ain't gonna lie because your videos are amazing in the sense of i really dig i don't know who does it 
but how you do your video that you you don't look at the camera but you directly you talk like you have this weird distinction to it that makes it like is he fucking with us is he <laughs> like is you know is he that's what i like about the videos but the music because also even like uh i my favorite video is uh the what up don't what because that one has the most trippy oh. like style hey that one's oh, wild yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one <laughs> that one's yeah, stuff, that one's crazy that one. How do you, what is the, cause they're very companionship, you know, your, your songs and the video, how do you marry the two? How do you, how do you build that concept? Like who are your collaborators? So for uh, like, what up, don't fuck a cop. That's done by like the guy who started doing videos for me, like way back 2015, my friend, Brian, uh, at this point, if I do a video with him, like he writes whole plot, you know, mm-hmm. he's like buy all these things. Like, you know, so I credit all, like all of what up, Doe, like, vomiting to the outfit you know like that was uh like a 90 degree day in my garage where i'm sweating just just my whole body's full of sweat and in pretty much just in my boxers next to my friend and it was just very not not my choice of uh you know uh, how i'm gonna do it uh but you know but that's how we get the crazier the crazier videos for sure it's like just like i just trust them like all right whatever whatever you say but then my other yeah. videos typically are, I just hit up my friend, uh, Chris at Lord of the Outsiders. Typically th- th- those videos are t- more on me. It's like, Oh, I, sometimes in for a song like photo with the Drake, I had the mm-hmm. concept. I need to get a Drake cutout, made the song. And then it just doesn't, you know, there's some videos you don't really need to do too much. You just have to, uh, you know, have energy. I, my, my like, I, like my face sells. people want to laugh and and, you know try to come up with a concept but definitely running out of locations to shoot x i'm always you've noticed a lot of my videos are outside (laughs) yes i was gonna say because that's that's definitely a trend is like outside in a in a place i I was wondering that too like you branching out to like new cities you're like okay we gotta we gotta find a spot get too hot out here (laughs) we, we might we might have to i mean I've reused the spot for the baby video. I you reuse that three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I had a video for the one for one Pac and the get on song where the same spot. Just re you know, like all right, we're shooting this way, now let's shoot that way. Yeah, from the other side. <laughs> no one will different. notice. <laughs> <laughs> These bleachers flip around when you take it from the other angle. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Pretty much. Now uh yeah, because, you know, when you're talking about uh, Pull Up With The Drake, too, like, that's one that uh, in in the background, Mike and I keep talking about how we're going to pressure uh, Epic Games into making that, like, a uh, Fortnite uh, dance or something. Because uh, that, like, the, it's so clever. Like, it's so, like, brilliant. And so when we see that, like, it is a song that constantly, you know, you get those, what are they called, like, uh, earworms, where it's like the song is stuck in your head. I'm not going to lie, dude, since, like, the first time I've heard it, like, multiple times a week i'm like sitting in my office or driving in and i'm like pulled up with a drake if like a your cat like your hooks dude let's talk about them like how do how do you become the king of the hook dude because like all these songs like if it's the big stretch if it's farmington if it's pulled up with the drake like all the ones we've kind of talked about like you're really good at the hook how did you nail that like how did you dial that in uh i honestly don't really know how it happens it's definitely my strength at this point like even when i years ago i always you know the the problem with the songs where the verses weren't as good as the hooks but now i feel like i'm getting my verse game up 
Mm-hmm. But uh, I just, you know, like typically for hooks, because at least my writing process is I'll have different beats and I'll just come up with like it while I'm driving. And it depends on uh, like the topic or whatnot. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes and sometimes the way, you know, you, you write down the hook on those occasions and you just find the beat that fits with the with the harmony. And it, it's a, it's a, it's a mystery, honestly. It's I, just I, it's I, one yeah. of those things that it's your your superpower ability like it just yeah. is, man. i was just born with it <laughs> like like uh, things that like sometimes there are hooks like this like and when you're doing the like for some songs i've done like monotonous things just mm-hmm. like sing about what you're doing right there type mm-hmm. like almost advice to writers it's like like i was at my job one day and i just said to myself this is my job i do this and then that became a hook where I was like, uh-huh. this is my job. I do this, I do this, it's my job. No. Yes. Yeah. So it's it's tough to say. Yeah, because the the like being a person who creates, I'm sure it's like it's it's like a muscle. You have to keep like keep it flexing, keep it energized, keep it moving. So I can I can definitely see how like you're saying, let me just take this monotonous phrase and turn it into something else, because then it is like that is the art process is like something from nothing, you know, from idea from concept to product type of thing you know and uh you know because you were talking about um getting into the writing and do you do you make any of your own beats or do you collaborate with certain people and does it come beat then writing or writing then beat? so um yeah i don't make beats but i i typically will write uh before even hearing the beats at least how i at least used to now like i said like i'll put a beat on now it's more like the beat decides the hook and then from there, I'll like sit down and write uh, how it comes. I mean, I can every now and then, you know, sometimes I'll go to the studio with like a half written song and kind of like freestyle the rest. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the what how a lot of artists, do, rappers do now, they kind of, a lot of rappers punch in with yeah, one yeah, bar yeah. piece. I don't like to do that that much just because I like, I like getting my money's worth. So like if I'm paying mm-hmm. for an hour, I'm trying to pump out four songs. Yeah. I don't want to have to just like, hold on. When we figure out this bar, like I'm not wasting your time. It's my time. I want, yeah. I want to go home. <laughs> so uh, where do you, where do you record? Like in terms of like, is it like, do you record rough at home and then is it actually like a physical studio you go to because i know a lot of people a lot of stuff is like getting done in how like in house like as in like built-in home recordings what's like where do you do it where do you follow i just i go to my friends i book time with him uh, mm-hmm. his he just has a home studio and been recording with him since 2014 probably so i just gotta go to wherever he's he right now sadly i want to record new stuff and he he just moved, so I'm waiting for his home studio to get, be all set up. So, yeah, <laughs> drop like five more. I got, yeah, I got one to ask about with uh, King of Farmington. Like, do you think the pandemic helped you with that? Like, being able to everyone be it like on the internet and seeing that pop. Like, you know what I mean? Pro- probably, honestly, I I know one least benefit uh, of last year was one of my you know my 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 main big connect that i've had since you know the start has been uh, the needle drop and every now and like i always send my song to him and sometimes he'd listen sometimes he wouldn't but during the pandemic like pretty much any song i sent him he'd just retweet just retweet retweet so probably that probably helped boost it a bit but uh yeah definitely since people are at home and i honestly don't even know man i don't even that was like a mysterious event yeah 
No, a but blessing. what was the what was the feeling when it started like blowing up? Oh, luckily. So it's funny with certain music videos when I drop them, I'm like looking at my phone, like, what's going on? Am I famous <laughs> yet? No, you know, nothing happened. And then this time, luckily, like, and it's almost the mindset to have is start work planning, working on your next one. Cause I want that day to go like see how the What Up Doe video was coming. Mm-hmm. I shot the What Up Doe video before King of Farmington. Uh, so King of Farmington came out, dropped it. You know, I got, you know, decent reactions at first, but nothing crazy, nothing, you know, out of the ordinary. So luckily I'm over there looking at the What Up Doe video, not even thinking about the King of Farmington video. And then I started seeing like, I think like someone like, because I didn't have Facebook on my phone. Someone was messaging me something like it was kind of moving on Facebook. Mm-hmm. But then when the Twitter thing happened, that really lit up my phone because I had Twitter. And uh, it, they might, I swear the guy who blew it up must have just been searching Farmington Hill stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then it popped up. Yeah, because I know it, it It came on my radar seeing, um, like, I think it was like Danny Brown who, like, quote tweeted it or something like that. And then I was like, oh, word. And then when I played it, I was like, for me, it was like everything hit in sync. Like, the beat, I love it. Like, I like a really, like, a low drony beat with, like, a, a heavy bass. So I was like, all right, this hits. And then your hook. And I was like, fuck. And then just how, like, how you balanced your your rhyme pattern over the beat. Like, for me, it was like, check, check, check. Like, all the boxes hit. And I was like, damn, this fucking song, it knocks hard, you know? So then that's when, for me, it was like, retweet, retweet, retweet. And then you could see other people. It was just like, it just got kept, kept getting passed around. And I was like, this song is fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what's coming down the pipe? Like, how you were teasing some more cowboy rapping? What else? Uh, yeah, cowboy rapping. Uh, I got... Got a tape with my rap friend Keels. Uh, I don't know when we're ever going to sit down and narrow down our songs. I got another tape uh, with just like different features. It's going to be like a Kuna Friends type of tape, different like nice. paid features and just fr- like basically it's, it's almost like a bucket list tape. Like I want to before I ever call it quits, I want to make sure I've done a song with all the people I su- I'm supposed to do a song with slash mm-hmm. people I can actually afford to get on. So like the GMAC baby song will probably be on that tape. And, you know, just like, a you know, some, I always like, you know, uh, a list, you know, seeing a list of, for an album with, with all the features and you're like, Oh shit, he got ASAP Rocky on. Oh, good. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so that I'll have that. Hopefully people locally will care. And if not, whatever it's, you know, I gotta, I gotta start dropping some, <laughs> some shit. <laughs> well, I also, no. I'm not trying to get into your, how you said it. You think about quitting soon? You made it sound like, or just that, yeah, because that perked me up too. I was like, "Well, what are you talking about, man?" Right, oh yeah, it's just a, a bucket list. I don't know. I mean, like, and I'm gonna keep going, but I like at this point, like, I want I want to make sure I get everything accomplished. If that makes uh, like King of Farmington, like before King of Farmington was probably thinking about quitting, you know, and then that was like, okay, I got another year, and now yeah. it's well. I mean, yeah, because yeah. I mean, I know we were going through this pandemic, but yeah. I was hoping to hear that you at least can ride the wave of just maybe even doing like a show or something in, in you know, down in Farmington or even like Metro Detroit or something. You know what I'm saying? So I, I didn't want to hear you go like, yeah, I'm thinking about quitting after doing all these featured bucket lists. Like, hopefully not because oh, yeah. we didn't even mention like, I saw, I've obviously uh, listened to uh, thick boy with, you know, you did one uh, like a feature with Annie Milanakis. That was pretty cool. And also 
I actually dig the the one that is like uh, you and little B. Oh yeah, you like that one? That was nice. That was uh, a nice uh, you know uh, assist. You know, a producer had got little B on the song. He's like, hey, you want to be honest? I'm like, yes. Oh, so he had <laughs> you, anything he had you up on it, huh? Uh, the producer, the okay. club head. Yeah, he had me. Yeah. You know, it's not the same as me getting a little B on a song or a little B getting me on a song, but a official track, a little B and me on a song. I mean, that was like hey, you know, a bucket yeah. list. That was a bucket yeah. list. Because so. that's huge because that, that also comes like not only with like, yeah, like you said, like a bucket list thing, but it's also like a, it's building like respect, you know, because know. he for it's amazing how much he remains like independent and underground, but at the same time is like highly respected across all, you know, be it mainstream or, or independent, you know, like it's it's nice when you get to work with someone who who floats that middle gap sort of bridges the two worlds together. So that that's an yeah. awesome get. Um, have you ever done have you done live shows? Yeah, yeah, I've done shows. I, I did one show, uh, uh, I think it was last October, it was an outdoor show. And that was a weird one. That was the first time ever doing King of Farmington Live in Detroit. And it was pr- out of three songs I did, it was probably the, like, the worst received. <laughs> really? <laughs> it was so funny. Like, I literally, you know, you, you, you list, you know, you set your line up. You're like, all right, I'm going to end with the banger. <laughs> and then everybody else, and, but like everybody was way more hyped for the first two. And I'm just like, I'm doing doing it and you just watch people like tune out and I'm like, oh, man. that's why like, I gotta do hopefully one day I'll do a show on farming. Like, that's clearly like that's the eye for this. But yeah. It, it oh, comes and goes. <laughs> but, yeah, because yeah. that's what I that's something I know I'm really looking forward to is is getting back to shows. Like getting to see artists, getting to see performances, because as much as I I love and like devour music, um, ain't nothing like going to a concert, man. Like the energy, the like being in those moments, like how you just said, where it's like you think one song is going to hit, but it ends up being this other one over here or those magical ones where it's like the whole fucking show is electric. To be able to get back into those times where it's like, damn, this is like amazing because having not been to a show in over a year, man, that's that's like the because that's my energy, you know, so it's like it is ruining my life. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get back to a show badly so i'm like i'm vaxxed up let's make this happen i'll wear five masks i don't give a fuck i just need to go <laughs> yeah yeah and one of my uh first shows uh is technically probably my so i did like i started doing shows 2015 like garage shows and like a house mm-hmm. show then my first big show was first show i had like one show in detroit with like a lot of more rappers mm-hmm. who were new like me kind of the new newbies and then my second show after that was a bruiser brigade t- show um, mm-hmm. It was a dope head thrown show. Get Juki if you ever been okay. to one of those to get Juki guy. So um, I just wanted to bring that up since you were yeah. talking. We were talking bruisers earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was uh, like, I was the opener, and I, you know, it was kind of annoying because uh, I think you know, like like Zoopers was the headliner for the show, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I went for like I think barely anyone was like you know so hot that day that everybody was outside. So I was barely yeah. performing for anybody. You just like four, you and like four dudes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Literally, like my my gang I brought. Luckily, Dopehead was there, and he was loving it. You know, <laughs> and then uh, and then this other DJ who ended up being friends with uh, Goalie, Lord Goalie, uh-huh. if you know in the Detroit scene. Uh, he was like, "Oh, who the fuck was that guy?" So you know, at least 
you know, it's weird even when you're not performing for people. You never know who's technically passing yeah. by. Who are like, oh, man, I like this kid. And so. it's really interesting to hear you say that because there are, whether it's like in this conversation or the ones I've had, but even listening to like different artist interviews, it's always like it may not have been the most shining moment, but it's the connection. Like, oh, yeah, like you said, you, oh, you got, you, you see Dope It Off to the side, like getting into it. It's like, shit, yeah, okay. You know, like this can turn into something else. This can flip into something else. Whereas like, yeah, it might not have been packed with people, but did it connect with someone that you might be able to parlay into a new thing? And that's, that's the longevity right there. That's where it's like, okay, cool. You know, because the creative like synapse too, when you start connecting with those things, it's like, it's a different feeling. Like in the moments where I've been around people who, who are like musicians who are like, whereas I'm, I don't even consider myself like in the amateur level. I'm like in the fuck around, make noise level. (laughs) But people who like do it for a living and you get around them, it's like, one, all you fuckers think differently. Like your brain structure is not like a normal person. (laughs) And then just like how the collaboration takes place. It's like, it's a a beautiful thing. Like it's super awesome. Um, So yeah, I just want to say like, man, it's just, it's rad, you know, to, to have this moment with you today to just kind of take the time to talk about like your career you know, the music you're putting out um, and just like, and just give you a moment to, to, to have a voice on, we're going to release this together and separately. So, you know, we'll try to reach more of our audiences, but uh, dude, I'm so psyched to have you on today. Like super rad. Like this, like is really making my day. Oh, appreciate it, man. You're yeah, boosting like my ego. Too, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to appreciate, just say appreciation for you to, you know, just, you know, hear my reach out of coming on and all that fun jazz and then uh no uh yeah uh you have any like closing thoughts like you want to say like shout outs to anybody for you know helping you with your music or anything uh shout outs to you know everyone who's listening to the music and uh hopefully you'll learn some things or two today and uh shout out to you guys for having me all right That's definitely definitely yeah, love, we'd love to do this again down the road. You know, uh, we try to yeah. avoid having the one-time guests. We do it multiple times. So basically, you made two friends you might not want to have, but we're going to be around. <laughs> uh, that's fine. Hopefully, uh, I'll have more in the future to talk about. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, uh, you know, like like I said, once these uh, shows start happening again, hopefully you can get on a tour, make your way out west. I got you, man. We'll get some uh, oh, delicious uh, Mexican foods. It's on. <laughs> all right. <laughs> If I hear anything in Michigan, maybe I'll go go down and say what's up too. But yeah, I appreciate. It. But yeah, thank you very much, man. Yeah, oh, thanks for awesome, having me, awesome. you guys. I guess we're I guess we're right. parting ways. So farewell yes. and have a good. You know, until I see you next, have a good. Until I see you next. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. All right, man. So yeah. um, yeah, and then for anyone listening, yeah, definitely check out Cluner. Find them on your your uh, Apple Music, your Spotify. Hit you know, take a look on YouTube, and then um. You want to give the people your Twitter handle before we sign off? Yep. Uh, Kluner, C-L-O-O-N-E-R underscore. And that's Instagram and Twitter and then Kluner everywhere else. All right, man. Thank you so much for being on. You're an awesome dude. Thank you for doing this with us. Oh, thanks. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, Chalfie, no, thank you very much, man, for coming on. I know you, you're you much better at leading on the conversation for music. You know, yeah. this was. I'm happy to uh do it and also i'm pretty confident you could have done it yourself but you know i'm happy to <laughs> um happy just more to 
be the one to shoot the shot and we both got to reap the benefits. Yeah, definitely. I know I tend to like, once I get going, I'm like, I even tell my staff too, where I'm like, just tell me when to stop talking. Cause I'll keep fucking talking. Like <laughs> pull me back. But no, that was it. That was a good conversation, man. I'm, I'm hyped. When are you planning on, you going to do it next Wednesday? Uh, I might. Um, yeah, probably next Wednesday. Yes. I'm okay. also, hold on. Anyway. Yeah. Um, Anyway, yeah, if and uh, I'll brain fart now. When I hear this, gotta check this out for editing. But uh, yeah, thanks for guys for listening. Obviously, follow me at Mike Follow A Three and the Cousin Cecil Show. And then, of course, Chalfy, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at that Chalfy. Chalfy spelled C H A U F I E. You could check out the podcast Cadillac on Mars on all the streaming areas. You got me, um, my homie Delvin Cox. Uh, sometimes my other homie, Sean, when he likes showing up, um, and our show is just about like just three dudes kind of kicking it, having conversations. Sometimes we're on topic. Sometimes we're not. We always have a segment that's called what's up with that, where we just talk about like, man, what the fuck is up with that? And it's just some random thing. So man, Mike, thank you for throwing it together today. The shit was tight. And sometimes he also does special guests and then he doesn't let the black eye, but true. Oh, and then one more thing too. Every episode you'll hear, uh, fuck every mike who lives in michigan especially fowler <laughs> all right uh hope you guys liked it i'll catch you guys next time until then be good to each other and peace mama mama what grandma's not here she's not here